what's up okay so welcome to our first podcast yes we want to welcome you to the sacred life where we are going to be chatting mm-hmm. and talking about mental health um society and culture which we're super excited about it's been a long time coming yes we're so excited to share with you guys some of our experiences Mm -hmm. um whether that's in our personal lives friendships relationships professional professional Mm -hmm. most importantly yes yes and then also just get some insight into some of the things that you guys also experience um, in your everyday lives absolutely and i think we got this idea because like we usually will talk like we find ourselves just talking about life everything what is happening it could be at work even like the culture the differences between being african you know african-american african-american and with work Mm -hmm. mental health and stuff like that so we just like hey why don't we just create that space Mm -hmm. where we just can you know just talk about stuff well since i met you for real for real it's been like i'll be like listening to the stuff that you've experienced growing up and your culture with your parents mm-hmm. i'll be like what i know <laughs> i'll be like what yes. never but at the same time it'd be a lot of shit we'd be like okay yeah but there's some similarities it's a lot of similarities when i'd be saying it like a lot you know, we, we talk about it and stuff for sure mm-hmm. like i know that we just like even how we grow up um no different no difference wait wait how about you tell me where you're from all right, so I'm originally from New York. Um, I'm from Chicago. Um, but I was born in Africa, came here when I was little, just like every million African kid. Um, and then I moved to Ohio in 2018. So, and I met this beautiful girl at work. So we developed like a professional friendship and then we became friends and now we're business partners. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's been fun, for it's sure. Fun. It's been a pleasure. It's been Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so where are you from? Where are you Chicago, from? South Side. You know, seven seven three. Okay. Um, I could say originally, I guess I don't know what neighborhood they call it, but um, the neighborhood that I moved into around the seventh uh, grade was like the Pullman area or Roseland, as some people say call it or whatever. But um. I left Chicago for college uh, in Ohio, um, came home for a minute for grad school, and then came back to Ohio after I finished grad school. And of course, I'm here now, and that is how I met Dorcas at the agency that we work for now. Um, So to dig a bit deeper in our, um, I guess, our narrative, I have my bachelor's in criminal justice. Mm. Um, I originally just knew I was gonna be a police officer. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> I never told you that. I never knew that. Oh man, yes. Yeah. So I really officer. wanted to be a police officer okay. for a long time, and then I think mm. in college, that's when like all this police brutality was just being mm. like it was just out in the open, in front, in my face. Like mm-hmm. I'm like nah. Okay. I ain't doing. I can't do that. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. And so I say, like my senior, no, my sophomore year of college, I was like, all right, what can I do uh-huh. that's still like tied into law, but I'm I'm not a police officer, or you know, tied into law, and I can still help people. 
And at the time I was taking, uh, of course, like my psychology classes um, that was required, even though I was a criminal justice major. Mm -hmm. And so um, I looked up forensic psychology and I made sure that when I graduated from undergrad, mm -hmm. the classes at the grad school I was looking into required, I just started taking them. Okay. Because I wanted to be qualified for that specific grad school. Um, and so I went, ended up going to the Chicago School of Professional Psychology and graduating with my master's in forensic psychology. Um, with um, Basically, um, it was still like the counseling course, but mm -hmm. all my classes were like corrections focused. So mm -hmm. I had a lot of classes like focused around juvenile offenders. Got a lot um, of yeah, so it's it's been a great it's been a great experience. I wouldn't trade what I do for nothing, for sure. So I guess now I have to give a little background yep. of, you know, where yep. I'm coming yep. Yep. from, yep. education, yep. Wise, how we, why we vibe so much, why um, we connect so much. Yes. I mean, obviously we both, you know, from a big city, grew up in a big city and um, I got my bachelor's degree in healthcare administration. Um, initially, I mean, like, I think, you know, some of you guys might be able to relate, you know, growing up Afri um, being African, it was a lot of, it was only like the health um, field is what, you know, you're pushed towards. I know now recently things have changed where a lot of uh, my African people, you know, are diving into, you know, becoming a makeup artist, hairstylist, owning their own business, becoming, you know, entrepreneur. Where, you know, when I was growing up, it was just like, you know, the top three becoming a lawyer, a doctor, I think an engineer, but you know, everything um, healthcare related. But again, once I graduated, um, even towards my graduation, I realized that mental health was something that was not really a norm, a norm in my culture. Um, so I was really, especially like, like you mentioned, like the, the younger kids and the adolescent, because a lot of our emotions and the things that we're going through is kind of viewed as or just pray is the devil that type of thing and like therapy and all of that was is not something that mm -hmm. we you know is a norm so went and got my back on uh, my master's um degree in social work and then now we are just you know working for a nonprofit um that's kind of like focus it's not kind of it is focused with adolescent which is like infant to 18 mm -hmm. and we actually love it um and love just kind of like promoting and supporting you know many African, different families all types Ooh, of right. races so um, all, of them. all of them so you know with that too and i think being in that field you know the mental health field um professionally it's you tend to learn a lot um like as you're providing therapy counseling to families and you know clients a lot of the things you're seeing you can relate to it as well too so we always talk about it like we vent to each other um things that we notice things that are changing even our mindset um has been changing a lot so i think um it's definitely something that since we always talk about it we was like you know what we're just gonna put a camera um make right there yeah, and then just kind of like make it a conversation yep. um a conversational thing because we definitely want to bring awareness to it of course and absolutely to what is happening um in our society in our culture so that's kind of like what sacred life is about mm -hmm. originally um but again this is 
not something that we just got into we really have been talking about uh, mental health and you know further down each of us are going to be talking about different type of experiences mental health trauma that we've you know both went through growing up even as an adult and we're still going through and how we are overcoming it because if we're able to you know bring awareness to someone you know i think that's kind of like what we want right just we're able to reach anybody everybody mm -hmm. if possible i know it's impossible to reach everybody but any any person that we can reach is what's important for us because we reach people every day at work but Absolutely. we just felt like you know what about our friends what about our family what about the people we just you know mm -hmm. we communicate with and talk to on yeah. social media on the regular you know a lot of Absolutely. people are vulnerable on social media 24 7 so it'd be like what can we do to make them more aware of the feelings that they're going through and mm -hmm. making them more aware like okay this is not okay this is mm -hmm. not a norm and um i'm listening to you talk about like you know growing up um when mental health was a conversation it was more like you know pray the devil this the devil, you know what i mean mm -hmm, I, for stuff. me would you say that's why you got into this field like oh yeah absolutely absolutely that's definitely it because i felt like there was definitely there's something more than that you mm -hmm. know what i mean and i think yes i'm very strong with my belief however there is something extra and that's something that was missing that you know yes god i that's not gonna get into that but yes we have god and god answers our prayer but at the same time too you know there's other steps and other venue that you can go to get that help you know for what i mean me, it was more like i've i've had a lot of experiences as a kid as mm -hmm. you know and i felt like i had a good i had a good support system i had a good um my grandparents were always like a great support system for me and my siblings but the more i work at this job the more i be like a lot of them ain't got that they ain't got like they ain't got their grandmas or you know what I mean. Maybe maybe their grandmothers are their sole caregivers. You know what I mean. But they not with their mamas and they not with their daddies and they can't just like say, oh, I want to go to Granny House for a weekend. You know what I mean to take a break or you know what I mean to get my mind right. And me on the other hand, when I had difficulties with my parents or when I seen a lot of like difficulties uh, happen between my parents, I was able to have that support. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just it's important for me to like. I don't know. I think that's why I really got into the mental health field because I, I feel like I'm blessed, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. to have that support and um, to be aware and be mindful and be very just insightful and in tune with what my childhood experiences have been. Um, and I'm still, I still process them now as an adult every day, even mm -hmm. with the kids that we come in contact with. But I think for me, I want to be able to get be that support for those kids who didn't have what I had. Mm -hmm. It makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. Like those, the you know, in your professional field, you come across, you know, lots of clients where, like I mentioned earlier, it's like some of your stories you can relate to. Mm -hmm. Even if you can't, you know someone um, outside of work that, you know, has that type of traumatic event and that experience. And I think that now, again, going back into the culture and the society, you know, mental health is becoming more norm and is normalized now, which is a good thing, but we just want to continue to shed, um, shed light on that piece because, again, like I said, there's the spiritual aspect of it, you know, people's religion, um, faith, belief. But it could be both. Like, I feel that's like, what I'm saying. That's like, what like, making me so to. mad. People be like, you can't. You, got, you, you just you just gotta go to church. You just gotta pray. You just gotta talk to God. And yes, we can do all of that. But you also have to take care. Like well, of you can have both. Absolutely, you can definitely have. You can both. have both. You gotta do both. Exactly, you gotta do both. 
so and i think that's you know one of the biggest struggles um even now to being in this profession there's certain things like i would hear my parents will talk about mm -hmm. And I try to bring the perspective of a mental health and it's still like, oh, no, 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 it's just the devil and stuff like that. Which is nothing wrong because, one, you can't fault them for how, you know, what they think because their society back and the culture they grew up in is definitely different mm -hmm. from ours now. So, so you're saying your parents are still really stuck in their ways with, like, the spiritual aspect of mental health? Yes, I will definitely say yes, they are. However, I've seen a little progress in that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because of the work that I do professionally in my career. Because I come and have conversations to them about it. They're not 100%, but that's fine. But I see a little bit change, mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, mind shift. But again, African parents, this is what it's going it's to be. be. But as long as they're able to at least understand just a little piece of it, I, I can I can take it. I don't know. For my family, I feel like I get really caught up in the struggle of, like, why... I, I feel like with my family in general, like, as a, as a whole, I often see them, like, they got friends and family who go to counseling or, you know, um, their child is going to counseling. And they praise it. Oh, that's wonderful. That's great. But then when you try to give that, them that insight for their own mental health and them getting help or them, you know, as a family unit going to counseling, it's like, for what? I mean, yeah, I, I do understand. It's just, you I don't get it. Because, again, that's the society that they grew up in was definitely, when it comes to that religion piece, it was much more strict than how they we grew up in. You know what I mean? Because back it. in the days, yeah. like, I get it. Like, they they encourage, okay, you go, but I'm not going to go because, and you know. <laughs> what sense do that make? You can't really. I what mean, sense do that make? I try. I've done. Like, I am just done trying to make sense out of it, and that is okay. Because it's just. It's just. Over. I don't think that's something that, you know. What's it? It, it don't. It don't make sense. It don't, it don't make sense. But I think now what we can do is definitely, um just try to break that curse as you know the culture be saying break that generation generational curse, curse. yes yes um, definitely breaking that and making sure that we're not repeating those mistakes as definitely mm -hmm. i think our parents is the best that they could with what they had yeah, yeah. um so it's definitely about just trying to progress um in our generation and just moving forward but definitely mental health is is a serious thing mm -hmm. um even from the like the acute stress um to you know the long-term chronic ptsd look i wanna i wanna i ain't gonna jump ahead because this is just like yeah the beginning but absolutely what you saying right now just hit the hit home because people do not understand that chronic stress that acute stress that you're talking about how it literally just it can shut down your mind and your body mm -hmm. literally and when i say your body all this stuff that people be talking about oh it's it's hereditary no 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 that's another conversation definitely no. another no conversation. it's not always yes. like hereditary you do not have to be what your mama is or what your daddy is or what your grandma is you need to take care of yourself and your mental health like that's the part that i be like just no we're gonna get there we're gonna get there we're gonna have you know for all you people who be quick to talk about us being 
too healthy or you know what I mean? Yeah. It's important. It's, it's important. a purpose for that it's a purpose lifestyle for it. and, you know, choosing. It's not easy. It's but, so not easy. Um, yeah, it's definitely not easy. It's a journey and there's always room for improvement. Always. Absolutely. But I think um, it's definitely um, an important topic that we plan on doing a segment about um, and just to share our view and our perspective. And we definitely welcome all of you guys to, you know, just DM us with your own topic and other um perspective that you want us to like bring up um because we definitely are excited about this um we are super super um i don't know i already said excited yeah about i just want to i just want to provide a platform yes for regular people like people who we know you know what mm -hmm. i mean in our everyday lives people we see on social media you know what i mean that are Absolutely. open and willing to tell the, tell their stories well, some of the things that they're battling with mental health and the things that they've been through and the things that they've accomplished and overcome, um, that's all we want to be able to do because I think everybody always quick to judge the next person and think like, oh, she, she, you know, she thinks she all it or she got to figure it out. And it'd be like, nah, for real, bro. Like, I've been where you at too. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the problem. Like, and even so, what is wrong if someone feel like they the shit and they got it all figured nothing. out? You know what I mean? There's nothing, nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day, you don't know the struggles that that person had. Nope. You know what I mean? So when it's, it's time wrong. for them to come out and take pride and have that confidence. And is, yes. You know, you just... Don't feel no type of way because that let, ain't you yet. Let them yet. be. Keyword, I mean? keyword, yet. Yes. Because it no. will be you. It will be you. It just ain't your time yet. So I always say, like, if I see someone just out there, like, I, I love it because, one, I don't know exactly what's behind the scenes mm -hmm. and, you know, the battles that they fought to get, you know, to get to that stage. So be some ugly, ugly battles, you know. Yeah. So let, you know, just when you see someone, you know, just encourage them. If you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say nothing at all. Um, because it's so hard and it's like not hard. Excuse me. It's super easy now to just place that judgment, you know, based on. You know what someone is posting because you're and, and then you have to understand like you know people post what and share what they want, want you, to see um to see you know what i mean and not a lot of people you know post their struggles everybody posts their win They're it's not easy few. being vulnerable absolutely it's not look it's so not easy being vulnerable absolutely it's gonna take a, a few conversations before we get on this camera to absolutely be, yeah to be vulnerable like, yeah even about some stuff too, but know. we want to be authentic and be transparent and about that's what it a is. lot of the stuff that we've been you know probably you know bra brainstorming and writing down because the authentic you is the best you absolutely always and the best you absolutely and i think that's why we call it the sacred life too because it's like life is so um precious like life is like it's it's always evolving, mm -hmm. but it's it's so important and it's so I don't know like that's I know the word is sacred, but it's just it's just so explanatory. You know, you is. just gotta cherish cherish every, every single moment, single moment, the good and the yeah, bad. Yeah, especially like we you know everyone we all know what's happening right now. Like you know people are dying, um, illness and stuff like that. You it just it's just so much that you just enjoy you just enjoy the here and now, mm -hmm. be in the present. Um, moment so that's again that's all part of the things that we're doing um again like you guys are going to be seeing so many things that has to do with that whole like just that well-being um of yourself or or okay let's not just say yourself what about if somebody what about if it's somebody that you know that's going through something and you don't have you don't know how to support them 
Yeah, that's ahead. why we wanted to also have this platform because sometimes mm-hmm. it ain't just about you it's, it's about your friends it's about family. your friends and family Absolutely. and you asking yourself like how do i help this person how do mm-hmm. i become available to this person and still and still take care of me so you don't feel like you know you being selfish with, t- with your time exactly. i always tell people you cannot take care of nobody else if you don't take care of yourself be good to yourself then you can be good to others absolutely and so that's another reason why we wanted to you know be able to share some of our experiences our professional opinions about how to help somebody that you know is going through like a a rough time in life or Mm -hmm. a rough patch and really struggling with their mental health you know Mm -hmm. and yeah i definitely agree with you and again sacred life is our baby where you know we just are super excited about um i hope we've talked a little bit more about ourselves we talked enough about ourselves for y'all to know um you know how we coming (laughs) <laughs> you know how we come in, you know, just, you know, two city girls that move into, uh, how would you describe it? I don't you know, know girl. Like, we are, yeah, just, you know, just, moved from a big city and just came here and just trying to, you know, start our life and, you know, just. Ooh, how about this? We can say a bigger city. To a smaller. To a smaller. Semi, it's a small city, city slash town. town, but also it's not very diverse here. So, all yeah. of that, we will definitely be sharing that yes. experiences with you guys. This, also, is a, this is a real estate, right? This is... Well, I know... Well, for the 2020 election, yes. it, it was red. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt that when I first moved here. It was a red state. For sure. Mm-hmm. Even coming... I've had, you know, my first racial experience living here. Hmm. I remember when I called you. Well, at yeah. yeah. But then remember when we went to that store... Yes, in, um, yes, yes, and then they were yes. like following. Oh my goodness! Like I've had my first like, little, so. you know, in my face. We'll talk about it another day. Save it for yeah, another episode. But, but yeah, no, like so, it's it, I, you know, yeah, it's so hard. Definitely, like you know, those are all topics because you know, race, you know, racism is different in different states. Mm-hmm. I learned that I'm living in a city, and when I moved to Ohio, I saw it from a whole different Ooh, lens. a whole um, different lens. So you know. Just want to create that space again. We're gonna keep repeating it because it's a it's a safe space um, where we talk about this comfortably without the fear of judgment or anything. You know, the intention is not to offend or hurt anybody. We're just you know two um, young adults that are navigating through life and trying to balance everything, finding ourselves. You know, starting our li- not starting our life. We already started our life, but right. you know, trying to make sure that you know we. We don't make certain mistakes um, that could have been avoidable in taking care of ourselves. So that's basically what it is. So, you know, you have me here. And uh, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. This is our first um, episode. As you can see, it's as natural and real as much as as you can get. (laughs) But feel free to DM us, email us. Any suggestions or thoughts on what kind of topics that y'all want to hear? We're open to it all. We have a lot of stuff up our sleeve, and we're just ready to just be able to share with you guys as much as we can. Absolutely. So stay yes. tuned. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please um, 